Hello, welcome to another episode of Anime Matters. I am your host, Seven. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ace. Obviously, it's the root of what we do here. It's anime. It's animated. But I don't think the animation should be the focal point of an anime. I, I don't think you need a great anime. You don't need great animation for a good anime. And, like, I get it, you know? So w- when we get a Demon Slayer, it's iconic when you see fuck... It damn near look like real life. But if we wanted it in real life, we would we would love the live actions, right? I, I don't know. I I feel like I enjoy the Mob Psychos, the One Pieces, all that just as much. You don't have to be over the top with your anime well, or your animation. Well, I mean, what do you mean by over the top? I mean, there's different... The thing is, there's different styles. Like, Mob Psycho has good animation. It's just different style of animation. One Piece is... Yeah, I mean... But the thing is, One Piece becomes more enjoyable the further along it gets because the animation is just not good early on. And so you really... You can almost feel connected to the characters better the more animated it is. Well, it costs... Two million per season on average for an anime. I feel like that's, that's way it? too much. That's a lot of fucking. That is money. not. That's a lot of money because it it makes it hard. It it's hard to get into the space. I feel like you could be a genius writer, have just a great knack for building characters, but you know you don't have a way to get that type of money to fucking fund this project that you want to do. And I feel like if it wasn't for animation costing so goddamn much. We get way better animes rather than the fucking all these throwaways. No, you know why? You know what what people do with all those genius ideas and, you know, storylines and characters? You know what they do? They write a manga because they can draw that shit for no cost. I mean, it's just the cost of them doing it. And then you have different artists and you can employ an artist and eventually it gets over to an anime. You got to you got to remember, like, that's where it always starts is there and then becomes an anime. Like, but if you're talking about an anime film, like somebody just has this epic idea for a film. Yeah, I could see that being a barrier, but like it's going to cost a lot no matter what. You don't want to put out a shit product like that's what people are looking at. But why does the barrier to entry have to be through manga? Why? Just what does just it, let me start on the anime side. Why? I don't know. I, manga's manga's lame. No, it's not. It's literally the written uh, the written account of what's happening of what you're about to see on the screen. It's like not the same. Not everything. Though. Not everything is a manga. First, a lot of things are anime only. But the story came from something. It's like fucking Harry Potter. Like okay, this. but it's like, why do I have to spend years of my life developing this? Because that's going to sway people to not want to do it. Why do I have to spend years of my life doing this? Because this is the affordable option rather than just jumping into the anime. I don't the know. God, the Godfather, fucking all iconic fucking movies like that. You think they had a book first? No. People are independently funding, though. That's what you're missing. People are independently funding their own fucking anime. They're pitching it to studios. They're they saying, have hey. To, they have to really like what they're going to do. Yeah, because, if it's yeah, good, yeah. they're going to go for it. And then they're going to put the money behind but it. But you and never then, want a studio to have a say in your artistic creativity. So what What do you, you want more? In, you want like indie? You you want more you would, access to indie yeah, anime. That's yeah, what you're saying. Okay. Yes. All right, I guess I guess it's like, if, the, it's like the music industry. You, you, there's probably fucking great artists out there. I mean, there for sure are. I just off the top of my head, I don't have one. Uh, they've just fucking blown up because 
they put in the work yeah, because and they you were could able see their, to. Yeah. Okay. That that's a different thing. Like the animation's important to me. I think I think like I, again, it's not everything to me, but uh, I think it's important. Like you don't want to just sh- chuck that shit away. Like, but yeah, if there there should be an easier way, like a movie, an indie movie, you can actually the 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 editing and shit that's out there, you can do it really cost effectively. Now, maybe you can do that for anime. Maybe we're just missing that. Maybe that is a thing. So we may just be wrong. Like just because the big studios, it takes 2 million because they want it perfect. Like those indie films don't have the best cinematography and all that shit, but they still look good enough. So maybe there is those options. So I don't know. I think, uh, but I do like the idea of a lot of indie anime being, being out there like that sounds like a cool idea and that's perfect for the anime community they love a oh no one's seen this one so let me put you onto this one that would be cool if people kind of blew up through that like oh yeah i made an anime you know and then it just fucking shot up you know because not everybody's an artist and i guess not everybody's an animator too but uh you know maybe some people just want to put it put it straight there um you know what's funny is i i like i wanted to say so we get less that time i got reincarnated as a slime You'd get more. I kind of enjoy that show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to get into that. I I don't want to keep slandering. (laughs) No, I feel like you'd get more stuff. You get more just creative ideas. Like the 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 fucking idea that I have, uh, I wouldn't want to do a manga first. So yeah, definitely that's one where I'd be like, oh, if I had an anime option, like that would be super dope. If I could, God damn it, I just said it again. Super dope. Um, yeah, it would be cool if I could put that into an anime straight away. Um, but yeah, I think I'm sure there are some ways to animate for a lot less money in some like basement garage band type anime fucking software out there. I'm sure there is. So maybe we'd have to check into that. But, uh, yeah, I do agree that there needs to be more indie anime developers out there. I think that would be cool. I think that's always a good thing. Could always be a slippery slope too. I don't want to bring clay back. Like, like, yeah, claymation. Yeah, claymation. yeah, I don't know. I don't think people, yeah, they're not going that cheap. But all right. So today we are going to be revisiting a topic that we may have touched on in the past, but I don't think we dove into it as much as we both would have wanted to. And that is anime what ifs. Really just what could have happened if this happened differently? If this happened differently. Plus, with what ifs, you'll never really run out of what ifs. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. So, we'll be revisiting that and uh, taking a look at some interesting twists on the way anime stories did go and how they could have gone. But first, before we get into that, we need to get into some anime matters. Hit the drop. Fuck, I didn't even try this week. I thought you had a drop. You sent me a bunch of things. Oh, yeah, but I could You want me to play? I'll play some of the things I, I had. Yeah, let me. Let me. Right, I'll, I'll play something because. Oh, they're not on the thing, though? No, it's like. I don't know. They're fucking. It couldn't make no sense, and I would still like it as a drop <laughs> just to have a transition. What uh, do you got? I thought this one was funny by Naruto. Okay, what does he say? Going on here, but I'll act like I do. That kind of fits. Like that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we like have that. no clue what's going on in these anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's act like it. <laughs> uh, that's that. That could be useful for a lot of situations. That should be. We got. We should upload that one. All right. So to start us off, Blue Lock Blaze Battle smartphone game announced for release this year. Uh, game developer Bale announced on Monday that it is developing a new game based on Blue Lock soccer manga uh, titled Blue Lock Blaze Battle. The 3D soccer battle game will release on iOS and Android this year. The game will be free to play, but will have option. 
<laughs> optional in-game purchases. Can you guys fuck off? I'm sorry, but I the in-game the in-game purchase shit is just like what what's the most you've ever purchased on it? You sound in like you have a daughter. No, yeah, yes, I do, but no, she's she's pretty she's pretty good. She does she's a she's a sucker for a lot of these uh like watch this 30 second ad and you get like 100 extra bonus coins. She will just be watching I'm like I'm like you haven't even played the game. You've just like every time I look you're just watching ads, watching ads. It's like half the thing is her watching ads and she's a sucker because she'll then download the game that the ad is showing and then it's just this fucking cycle. But no, but these fucking in-game app purchases, I remember the first time I really got exposed to it was like when I first got Duel Links, which, God, that was a long time ago. Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. And all these fucking card packs, if you wanted the good card, you had to pay all this extra. That is the first and only game I have ever had to make, ever have made in-game app How purchases. Much spend? Total lifetime. I haven't played that game for years. I probably spent, let's say, 50 bucks total yeah, ever. Okay. That, that's reasonable because I, I probably spent about that much on Game of Thrones Conquest. That's insane. Yeah. It, <laughs> what, a, what a throwaway game. It, it's a beautiful game. Is it, it still going? No, it has a whole community. There's yeah. A, I got really? invited to discords and shit. Oh, okay. I actually right. joined the discord on it and, you know, <laughs> it, it went nowhere. I'm like, okay, you motherfuckers are weird. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the, the, yeah. Well, you know what? Community, man. They're not weird. Yeah. They just, that's their community and everybody, everybody needs a community. But yeah, fucking game app purchases. Anyway, so Blue Lock is making a smartphone game. That's the whole, that is the whole message. And all, all I put that in there for this week's anime matters is just to say clearly this game's blown up and when you i feel like that's a, a marker of being big is getting a getting an app designed for you and your game or your uh your anime your manga i feel like that's just an important check mark we're gonna have to watch this stupid ass show I, it's not stupid <laughs> i told you i'm gonna watch it it's my sports it's my the sports uh anime that i'm going to watch um next spring 2023 most anticipated anime. Um, there's a lot. I, I don't really want to get into those because I want to save it for later. The only reason I included this is because, bro, we are already we're already going to be hitting the spring lineup. Winter is wrapping up, so we will have to have a winter uh, a review um, coming up soon, maybe within a week or two weeks, probably. With but a spring preview, and then a spring preview attached to it. But yeah, that is it is crazy how quick these these seasons go. It just like just in the blink of an eye. I mean, Vinland Saga just hit episode 12 of this season. And yeah, Trigun Stampede just had their season finale. And uh, uh, Beasts of Ours just had their season finale. And it's funny because I just remember us, it feels like not that long ago we were talking about it and talking about what Beast of Ours being a ripoff of Attack on Titan it sounded like. And yeah, we're already hitting the season finale. So just a preview of things to come. Well, I think it's pretty cool because it's almost like sports where it's like, okay, football season ends, let's get into yeah. basketball. And then. Uh, that summer sucks. You know, you got to fucking get into baseball. I never do. But then you get football again. And um, anyways, I think it's kind of cool because right now it's My Hero Academia. Uh, before that, it was... Or, um, yeah, Chainsaw Man was before yeah, this. Chainsaw Man. Uh, Spy X Family and Bleach. Jujutsu yep. Kaisen's coming. Yep. You, you yeah. Get, yeah, you get your waves. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this is Demon my favorite. Demon Slayer's coming. Yeah, this is my favorite anime. This is my football season. Um, but I still have, you know, basketball. Ah, spring. That's more like my baseball season. Ah, maybe I'll maybe I'll watch one, one show or something. Um, all right, next. NetEast Games recently launched the Anishi pronounced Anishi. Thank you. 
Thank you for that. Uh, Anishi anime brand as part of uh, Nishiko Limited. Anishi had its first Anime Japan exhibit at this year's event. The brand aims to provide content with respect to content creation and the spirit of challenge under the theme of that passion even 10 years later. So what this is, is a, you know, basically an anime studio that's being created. And the reason I included this is because, it, you know, it looks like there's anime studio being created. This is the gateway in the key. You're kind of talking about indie people and, you know, uh, amateurs kind of developing, creating anime. Well, think about the celebrities that are really in anime that we've talked about, like, and the ones particularly that are passionate about it. I think that is a gateway to some big things. If a celebrity, like a lot of celebrities have production companies, right? Or they will start production company or they, and they'll specialize in certain things. I, maybe there's been one, but I'm sure there will be one coming up, a celebrity that launches their own production company that greenlights a bunch of anime to try and bring and capitalize that market, make it more of a U.S. only anime, even though that, that doesn't seem to make sense. Like, uh, I actually saw this interview recently with Israel Adesanya, and he was talking about his belief is that because uh, he was talking about Last Airbender being an anime, he believes it's the style rather than the, which is what you also believe. Where it's made. Rather than where it's made, yeah. So I think there's got to be a production company, some celebrity going to Greenlight and partner with somebody to launch an anime production company to get maybe these indie ones, maybe these unheard of ones, maybe to sign a bunch of people to create something. I think that could be coming. Yeah, wait, so what was the main point of the Anisha? Or, like, how'd, they, how'd you get to the celebrity part? No, it's just it's just a, a an anime production studio that's being created, and it's it's launching some stuff. But it really oh. was just because I it made me realize, like, oh, shit, anime production studios. People could legitimately use their own production studios to branch out into that. Wait, are you barely realizing there's anime production studios? Have you ever seen the, seen the Toei with the little no, no, lion no. thing? I on know, the, I know, no, no, no. I know that. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, there are. And you have animation studios like MAPPA and WIT. And all. No, I'm not. I'm saying, though, that people in, like, the because we are talking about way, when we're talking about the future of anime, we're talking about celebrities and how they can help do it. But if they launch production companies that are U.S.-based, that are trying to green light and pilot anime and maybe tailor it to a U.S. audience to really break through, I think that is an important thing that could happen. And I think we're going to see a lot of that in the future is people partnering with, uh, or you know, in, in producing anime um, with their production studios. Yeah, we really just need someone super fucking cool to get behind it, super fucking rich. Like, if LeBron James, say he was a huge anime guy, and mm -hmm. his big venture isn't to start a school, it's to start to get the world hugely into anime. I feel like that'd be enormous. I mean, Israel Adesanya is huge in the UFC, but the UFC isn't as big as, as much as they want to say. It's not as big as basketball or the NFL. Right. It's just not. So, uh, but, like, if he was, like, a superstar fucking small forward or superstar quarterback, you know, that shit would be popping off if he wanted to or, start an anime studio like even if it's like at the end of his career or something like that when these people have partnerships and connections with people and they can help really just do the marketing thing that we've always talked about with anime struggling with is that it doesn't have a great marketing and advertising can like you know like you just don't hear enough about it locally um as far as all the hype and that kind of thing but I don't know. I just I, I just think it could be coming. It could be something in the future. And 
it is an opportunity for growth. And look, you mentioned LeBron. Do you think LeBron gives a fuck about soccer? No, he doesn't give a fuck about soccer. But you know what he did? He's, he bought a stake and a share in Liverpool, you know, 10, 15 years ago because he saw the opportunity for growth of soccer, of mm -hmm. that pool. They want to make money, and this is a money-making opportunity. So I that is my prediction is I think we're going to see a lot of that upcoming. I mean, people are making production studio, like you said, like celebrities make production companies all the time. Well, who's doing a production company that specializes or works primarily in anime? Not a lot of people, at least here. I think that's a big opportunity to carve out a role there. Yeah. Who, who's who's innovative and rich? Like, I don't think Drake would do it. But yeah, so, so, something cool like that. That'd be sick. Well, RDC World supposedly was partnering with HBO yeah, Max they're, to they're, make they're, an anime. They're from the community. Yeah, right? yeah, they're, they, they're, yeah. They're not an right. external source. You're right, you're right. But yeah, I think, I think that would be a, a really cool gateway to really bring people in. And I'm excited. And that just kind of gave me like, oh shit, anime production studios locally. All right, Suzume tops Chinese China's box office in opening weekend. Get this. Film earns... A U.S. equivalent fifty million dollars in its first weekend in China, and then another six million in South Korea. So this film, I've talked about this film. You may not realize. I recognize it by the um, by the visual. This film has been just killing it. I'm like, wait, has this launched in the U.S. yet? It has not. It launches in the U.S. April 14th. It is from the director Makoto Shinkei. And Makoto Shinke is famous because Weathering With You and um, Your Name are two very, very prominent anime films that release. Your Name is actually the third highest grossing anime film of all time behind Only Spirited Away and Demon Slayer Kimetsu uh, Mugen Train. Uh, so Suzume is already in the top 15 anime films of all time, highest grossing, and it has not dropped in the U.S. yet. And it kind of has a lot of hype right now building. Like, I've kind of been looking into it. And, again, it's from an acclaimed director. It's from somebody that has a track record that's done some big things. This could this could hit pretty big. I'm very curious to see what it does and if this is what it takes to sort of get into that artsy, you know, uh, Academy Award kind of thing. Is that director with a, with a track record that's done these things? So I don't know. I'm just interested to seeing how this one-off, because this is what he does. This director makes one-off anime films. I'm interested to see how that goes, because that's another thing. We, we do like anime, and like we talked about series finales being in there, but I like one-off anime as being a big opportunity. I think that just go in there. You don't have to know any of the backstory. You don't have to know anything. All you have to know is this shit's going to be epic. Go watch it. I think that's another avenue for bringing attention and getting people in the, in the theaters. What do you think would be bigger? Because this kind of just made me think, okay, you got the big time animes like Naruto, one piece, Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. uh, those are centralized around characters and so that that's a huge part of that. But then you you've also got the Steinsgate, the Death Notes, which are uh, that they're about the story. Mm -hmm. And so, what would be bigger in, to push anime further? Would it be um, like the Academy, the Academy acknowledging them, or like no? Nah. Uh, yeah, but like that—that's what you, you're kind of getting here. Just like this new major fucking blockbuster type of well. 
I'm more I, I character guess, anime. I, I well, I one, I just think the acclaim part, like that's how you get acclaim is just man, this dude keeps dropping bangers. It's it's you can't ignore it now. But more importantly, I think is that the one-off anime film idea. I think what we see, like yes, Mugen Train popped and Dragon Ball Super popped and this popped and this popped. But I think a good way to get people into it is it's just an anime film. It's a one-off anime film. Nobody has to worry because it's hard to be like, oh, okay, so it's oh, it's I'm, I've heard there's a cool movie out, but oh, I gotta watch a whole show before that, and I gotta be familiar with. Oh, okay, yeah, no. If it was just some big hyped up anime film that's just epic, you know, just like a one off film. I think that could be an opportunity. Like I was I was with my daughter at the movie theaters. We're looking for something to fucking watch. Like that would be something. You went to the movie theaters and then looked to watch something. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I mean, we looked at. Yeah, we no. Yesterday we looked to watch. We were like, oh, is something new come out? But the last time we did look uh, on the phone first to see. Oh, no. I thought you went there and then. Oh, what could we watch? Yeah. (laughs) What is this fucking 1995? No, because she fucking hated Shazam. Like she's just like she's bored out of her mind. And I was like, okay, let's get out of here. Uh, Didn't I wasn't going to make her stick around and watch that. But. Yeah, that would have been a good option if that was just something available. Just some epic one-off anime film has all the high points. And then you could start a franchise with that. Just an anime film franchise. It's also tough because the uh, if it's a one-off film, I'm guessing, well, like you said, you know, he he's like a critically acclaimed guy. Um, that's not for kids. And I feel like adults, it's, it's still going to be tough for them. Could. I know, but it's going to be tough for them to suddenly be like, oh, I heard this is a great fucking movie or like a great, you know, think piece, so, some random thing like that. And but it's animated, you know, maybe they can't get past that. They're going to think, oh, but it's a kid's thing, you know, because it, it does have it just it does still carry that. I don't know. I just think one off one off films would be a really oh, good. No, I agree. I'm just, I, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. Why? Because what the fuck? We're just going to agree with each other? <laughs> yeah. No. I'm doing a fucking anime podcast. I think I clearly want this shit to succeed. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I just, I, yeah, I think it would be, I think it would be cool to see more of that. Um, like, yeah, I do want to see the extension of this series, but that is more going to be for people that are familiar with the series rather than people that have no idea and you're just trying to reach that new fan. Um, but anyway, that's going to do it for our anime matters. Now let's get in to some what ifs hit us with the opening monologue do you have an opening monologue i, thought I had one last week no i had one last week did, right i think i did i think i came up with some random give me a give me a monologue kick us off with a monologue what if there we go what if your favorite character turned out to be the bad guy i love that you had to do a voice for this <laughs> i don't know i just fucking thought about it five seconds ago <laughs> all right what if the ones you hated were the ones you loved, all because this one minor detail occurred. <laughs> I don't fucking know. That's that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, I, I was trying to do that old fucking '90s <laughs> preview guy. I like it. I like it. Yeah, but what if one change? We go in there and we can just tweak one little thing about a story. Maybe it's a big thing, but one thing about a story. What happens in the end? What? happens to your hero what happens to your villain if we change one event what dominoes come next how is everyone else affected how is the story affected we're going to be looking into that for some of our favorite anime go ahead and kick us off with your first what if and let's talk about it 
my first what if is we we talked about it earlier and this isn't a minor one by the way <laughs> we so you came in watching the most recent episode of my hero academia mm-hmm. so my what if because our biggest knock on my hero is you know just so slow to build up mm-hmm. you know they spent fucking three four seasons doing it and what if Shigaraki won when he took over UA? That mm. would be something if I'm viewing the anime, I'd be like, holy fuck. Like, so season one, they lose. Yes, season yes. One, but, but I feel like that's where a great anime takes off. It's right away. Not, oh, yeah, they're just going to win. You know, I don't like setting that precedent. I mean, everyone, everyone sets that. So I like. I mean, it's cool that like all we got to see what All Might is, you know. But what if he ran out of time? Because you know how in that scene he's like yeah. running low on power. He's like, "Fuck!" Like I just have to bluff it, you know. What if that got exposed? Boom! All Might, your Earth's my Earth's uh, Japan's greatest hero is suddenly Japan's on Earth. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I wanted to fucking detail it. All right, Japan's <laughs> biggest hero. Um, <laughs> you know, he's he's all of a sudden. Uh, He's not all that, you know, and you got this stronger, these villains that grouped up and they can take down these heroes that we all look up to. Basically what we're getting right now, but we got it earlier and we get the rest of the show to build up these characters because I like Deku so much more now than I did through the first four seasons just because of the fucking last three, four episodes. Granted, I did need those to see who he was as a person. Sure. But you can also build a character in chaos. Yeah, I... I think maybe the bigger and the better outcome is just that, like, it has to get dark sooner. Yeah. Because as much fun as the school festival is, like, they're not the school festival, the, the, the tournament, right? That initial tournament and all the little hero courses and, and the training that that's going into them becoming a hero. It, in my opinion, left a lot of the character stuff out out to dry. Like, we just didn't get enough of that. And I think in this, in your scenario, it's almost like an alternative world, like shit. Now the world's in ruin and how, like, because all the villains are in control and, and the big hero all might has been defeated. And now in chaos, in crisis, in, in a world of ruin, they have to build themselves up. Like it's a different show. I mean, it's an entirely different show. It's grittier. Definitely. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be more death and we'll probably not have, you know, they're not going to grow up together. There's not really going to be a class one a because who knows what happened to class 1A or maybe they become rebels and they reunite later on down the road and we get one episode of what they've been doing for the last five years. You know, maybe it's a time skip kind of thing. Listen, I don't need all of class 1A. Mineta, fuck oh, off. Oh, yeah, trim the fat. Sugar boy, go away. Bug boy, go away. We don't need you. That, that guy that looks cool, but he's useless with the ears. And Who do you need from 1A? Who would you say you need from 1A? Bakugo, fucking yep. Todoroki. Todoroki. Yep. I like the girl that creates things. I forget yeah, yeah, her yeah. Name. Momo. Um, fucking Uraka, sure. I, I don't hate Froppy. Yeah, no, I'm good with Froppy. Uh, Ida, he's fine. Oh, uh, and then the redhead. I like the redhead guy. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, red, yeah, 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 red riot. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Oh, and you're, t- uh, and then, not, I don't hate Ashido. Yeah, the the girl, the, the electric electric boy, man. Why can't I can't remember the his earplug name. girl? Yeah, she I think they got like a thing. She was going to be cooler there. She, yeah. she, she was a waste. But give get rid of Mineta, you know, and yeah. his weird rapey vibes. Uh, you get, don't need Bug these Boy, Sugar characters. Rush, Tape Man. 
Yeah, tape man, go away. Invisible girl. Oh, electric guy. I thought you were talking about earplug girl. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I like electric guy. Yeah. There is, class 1A is too fat. I think yeah. because we made it so fucking fat, we didn't get enough development on the people who matter. Like, they could be in the class, but let's just, like, they don't have to be involved in all the things. They're yeah, not in the how, inner circle. How about this? This is how we get introduced to Sugar Boy. We get him getting bullied by some fucking villains and then you know deku helps him or fucking uh maybe bakugo helps him and you know we see that there's more to him yeah and i think i think bakugo would be an amazing character if it started off so dark so early because he always i always thought he was gonna be a villain like when he got kidnapped yeah, at first i, I thought he, sure I he thought was he was gonna be a villain yeah, so I. and i don't know i think the show if it goes in that direction, not like I, I really like the show, especially where it's at right now. But again, it took a lot of watching to get here, a lot of watching. So that's going to like deter people. I like mm -hmm. when a show gets into it in season one. Yeah, you, you, you want to be able to know what you're going to get mostly early on. And it just took a long time to give a to give a fuck and. I don't, and not that it's it hasn't been fun because it has been, but yeah, definitely the pacing has been an issue. And I think if they lose early, I think season one would be too early for them to lose because then they don't have the tri triumphs of All Might to look back on and that kind of thing. I I think what season two is when All Might fought All for One, or was that season three? Uh, I cannot I remember. Season one. I think no, no, no. That was it. Would have been season two or three. I think after that, when he clearly when he lost his power, that was his last shining moment. If that after that, shortly after they had gotten attacked again and then they lost. Now you've seen all these things and there's been some development. Maybe even Bakugo even knows. And now everybody's on the run and now they're trying to link up and they've all developed separately. It's been a year. We get a couple episodes of what they've been doing. Like, I, I don't know. Or, or like little flashes of what their life has been like. I think that could be cool. Well, maybe he still gets to take out all for one. That's what I'm saying. After it, maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, but like, I don't want to take that away because that was obviously yeah. in a, in a great moment. That's in what I'm the saying. Show. After that point. So maybe not season one because I think that'd be early and we don't no, even. No, but I really do like the Shigaraki winning that, though. Shigaraki wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Okay, but they had the element of surprise. At the very least, it puts a huge dent into the whole hero society. But that's, I, I don't know. I think it would have been too early, but I do think Maybe, it maybe the professors then come and defeat them, but it was. A huge, I don't know. Yeah, I like. I think I, I just described what actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. No, I think that it the show could have could have stood getting darker and edgier earlier. I think uh, rather than always being sunshine and rainbows, and you know what, you know, it wasn't necessarily always perfect, but I don't know. I think there was a little bit too much. They're in school. I get it, and I it's hard to criticize it for that. That's what the show is, but it would have been cool. All right, so my turn to take a stab at it. And maybe we maybe we talked about this one, but it feels almost too obvious not to. And what if Light Yagami never found the Death Note? I had a similar one. Yeah. What if Light Yagami doesn't find the Death Note? Oh, wait, actually, no. This is actually the first one I thought of, but then I'm like, well, there's just no show. <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> the show's over. That's episode one. <laughs> City finds it. Yeah. Okay, but he walks by it. Yeah, he walk he walks by it and I don't want to say L finds it, but because he's not that person. You know, I guess what is Light Yagami's life without the death can, note? Can I give you mine? Go ahead. Okay, because I got a death note one too. And mine is what if 
L realized he had been got and teamed up with Light. And maybe he's playing both sides, you know? That's a big what if, though. No, no, okay, sure. Because you're asking him to be a different person. No, that's he, not who he is. What if he? But you know, you see, he he tries and talks. He talks his way out of it. You know, like he gives a great, compelling thing. Like we could do great things together. Look at us. We we had this huge battle this this whole time, and imagine us together. I could see like going for that because he's this power hungry motherfucker. You're talking. You said L. You're talking about L. Cause yeah. it, okay, but but then we get a but that's a massive but that's a massive that you're just cha- that that is changing who L is. That's not who L is, you know. Like he just would never do that. He that's not the person he is. Uh, at the end of the day, you're changing the who the core of who who L is, or I mean, who yeah, who L is as a as a person. And I just don't think there's any scenario where you'd be like, yeah, let's. So he'd rather him. die. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, there's no see to me that's a what you're just changing who he is. If he's the type of person that would do that, like he's not. Well, you're where just he's canceling at. the show. I'm saying, is there what happens to light without the death note? Like clearly, he goes to college. Does he though? <laughs> does he though? Because what does he come go off and be some high powered lawyer? Does he? If maybe somebody else gets the death note and tries to do something similar, like. If he's aware of the Death Note's existence, does he just let it go? My point is, he may have, he had, like, did the Death Note corrupt him or was he always this person? You know, could he have just went off to college and just been like a fucking lawyer and made six figures and just like chilled at home and had a nice wife and family, you know? I don't know that that was ever in the cards for him. Like, what's his life without the Death Note? Well, I don't know what this cliche saying means, really, but <laughs> but I'm gonna say it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but I'm gonna act like I do. Oh. Uh, <laughs> absolute power cor- corrupts all, so I think that's absolute what the- power corrupts absolutely. Oh yeah, sure that one. We'll go with that one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, yeah, I-, I told you I know what it meant. <laughs> so yeah, that's obviously why he turned out to be the monster that he was. I- because he's not gonna be fucking entering this. Vi- he's not gonna be a vigilante if he's physically got to go and kill these criminals and rapists and all that. But do you? So you think it was the power and not yes. who he is? So you think you give that death note to virtually anybody well, and okay, that's who okay, they what, become? What would he do? What, would, would he be a serial killer? I don't know. That's what I'm interested. I think he was like he was from the beginning. He's like bored of the world, and he's like looking for some kind of a a thing, like. I could have seen that in the cards. He could have been that charming motherfucker that was, you know, doing some fucked up shit. Maybe he could have been Dexter. What do evil geniuses do? That's basically what you're what you're getting at. Yeah, genius wh- motherfucker, but he's evil. So what do they do in real life? That that's- run banks. Um, I don't know. Uh, run tech companies that want to get all your data so that they can be more powerful. I think there's no scenario where where Light Yagami, even if he doesn't get the Death Note, would have lived like a normal life. There was just never that would have been never in the cards. He would have, I guess, his life always ends the way it ends in a way with him with a police fire force with a police <laughs> fire force and in handcuffs and being caught because he always had the hubris and he always wanted you know this this sense of power and control. And I guess. Even without the death note, he still ends up having his name basically written in a death note because of 
who he is. So I don't. I think even if he walks by it that day, he's still, you know, he's still the evil son of a bitch. I think that was always in him. Um, maybe not. Maybe he's not as bad. But I don't know. I just think that was always in him. So I was curious to that. And I think if the Death Note was in the world, I kind of think he would have found a way to get it. He would have figured it out and found a way to fucking get that thing. Like L, except for he would have just taken the power. What if he doesn't eat that potato chip? <laughs> I take a potato chip <laughs> and eat it. I think I'll get him if he doesn't eat that. See, I feel like, or if he loses that tennis match, <laughs> he's done. Yeah, dude. He oh, wait, did he lose that? I don't even know who won that. I don't remember the yeah who won that, but man, he got played by L so fucking fast. So fucking fast. From episode two, L was already playing his ass because he had broadcast the thing only in certain regions and he fucking outed him. Oh, God. He got fucking gamed. Anyway, all right, give me your next what if. All right, my next what if. I have one that I shared with you. I don't know that I want to go with that one yet. We'll see. Um, What if Sasuke never left the Hidden Leaf Village? I feel like that's that was the big change in the show is he leaves the hidden leaf village so what if he doesn't leave he stays there he you know you got the akatsuki coming after them and then i think it would i think it would have led to itachi wait did i say itachi or sasuke leaves you said sasuke, okay, what yeah. If sasuke never yeah i feel like itachi there's a big showdown in the hidden leaf he maybe even has his own pain arc the where itachi's fucking gonna destroy or him and pain are gonna destroy them based off of what they did what the hidden leaf did to them but and I, I think like what if we get pain and itachi versus naruto and sasuke that that's a cool i mean that would be dope but i think you have to think about it from why did sasuke leave sasuke left in large part because him and naruto were getting into it right they they, they were getting into it and they both blew a hole uh, they they had both shot their best shot, right? They one of them shot a Chidori, one of them shot a Rasengan. And when he saw the backside of that fucking watering tank, he saw the massive hole that Naruto had done. He realized in that moment, like Naruto is stronger than me, and I need a certain level of power. I need to be who I want to be to avenge and uh, you know to 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 get revenge on Itachi. That's what I need to do. So I think he was always going to realize how much stronger Naruto was than him at the time. And I think I don't know. He maybe doesn't go with Orochimaru, but. I don't know. I feel like where he was at that point, don't you think no matter what, like he wouldn't just be happy being team seven and being second to Naruto. Or do you think he well, just like, all right, we're motivating each other. We're like guy. Yeah. He just starts, tra- he starts fucking training harder. Yeah. I mean, that, that's like every great show. I don't know. I, he, he was just all dark and twisty though. It's, he was ready to just take all the, all the evil powers because that would have represented a big power jump. He wanted to, he was just so ready to accept that he was ready to take the shortcut basically. I mean, it would be weird not having Sasuke as kind of like this anti-hero, mm-hmm. but if he doesn't go with the Rochimaru, we don't get Kabuto. And I think that's a huge plus. <laughs> <laughs> not a Kabuto bad. Yeah. I hate him. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I think, I feel like the show could have gone. I feel like Sasuke would have been more beloved. Like, no way. Yeah, I think, I think he would have been 
Because just wait, being Naruto's bitch the whole time. He, how would he have been his bitch? He, for the most part of the, uh, the early part of Naruto, he was the stronger one. It wasn't until that moment. No, because he you're, only you're gets, trying to make it out to be like a Deku Bakugo situation. It's not that he only gets his, that strong because he goes with Orochimaru. Gets so he gets his power boost and you know, and that kind of launches he, Sasuke. I, I don't know. He's I, an Uchiha. They're fucking strong as shit. They were the pride of the Hidden Leaf Village. I just. I don't know. I, I think we would have understood him becoming this fucking absolute powerful motherfucker, like worthy of Hokage, it, without him going with the Rochimaru. And I don't know. I just feel like we missed out on a lot of great duo fights. You know, we we, we didn't get them together. I much. agree with that. You know, okay. What exactly did Sasuke do on his own that was iconic? I mean, there was the Itachi fight, but that could have happened anyways because the Five Kage Summit. That shit was pretty dope, but the, yeah, that, that, shit, that, that shit was pretty dope. But that could have still happened after the Itachi fight, because that's when he joined up with Madara. So Itachi could have <clears throat> the Itachi shit can still happen. Itachi tells him why he hates the Hidden Leaf, and then that makes Sasuke hate them even more because he put he put in all this blood, sweat, and tears to defend them against Itachi and Pain. And why they're the reason that his entire family got slaughtered. Why is Itachi going after Itachi? Loves Sasuke. He wouldn't go he hates after the him. Hidden Leaf. No, he doesn't. What do you mean he doesn't? Itachi literally loves the oh, Hidden Leaf that. Village. God damn, I got the whole storyline mixed up. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, yeah, that's what he, God damn it. <laughs> Sasuke is the Hidden Leaf Village. Itachi loves the Hidden Leaf. He just loved his little yeah, brother he more. he betrayed the Uchihas for the Hidden Leaf. <laughs> he turned Itachi bad. I mean, he is in a way bad, but yeah. Okay, but I mean, that's how Sasuke spun it, is he hated the Hidden Leaf because of that. Yeah, that's why Sasuke hated it. But regardless, I don't know if they're like I agree. I think Naruto would have been Naruto could have jumped levels if like if we got you know how we got I've heard people call it uh, Shikamaru no or Shikamaru Shippuden um, for that like thirty episodes where it's all Shikamaru. We never got Naruto Sasuke straight up buddy buddy cop mission. That would have been great. That's what I'm saying. No, it's not. You were, you were. Yeah. What do you mean? That was like my. You were main saying argument. if he never like, I think it'd be cool if he didn't leave because he didn't, we would have got more of those things. And, he could you know, still they get a leave. Fight, they get a fight side by side. He still could have left. I just wish we would have got some kind of a canon. But we got arc. Like 200 episodes of Naruto searching for him. I I know. We I'm don't saying, have to get that if he doesn't leave. No, he still we still could have got him searching for him. I just want. An arc that I could look back on is like, man, they were such boys. Because I that is the one thing. It's like Naruto has this obsession with Sasuke. And it's like, were you guys that close? I know you talk about the bond and there's some kind of bond, but were you truly that close? That's the one thing I think could have definitely benefited from the show. So from that standpoint, I think any scenario where we can get that would be good. All right. My next what if. Hmm. There's a couple uh, a couple options, a couple directions I could go here. All right, maybe this one <laughs> maybe this one's quick. Uh what if what if I and we might have talked about this one. What if Goku doesn't bonk his head and he keeps his say in aggression when he gets sent as a baby to earth? We literally talked about this one on the We first did, right? We did. Too. Yeah, we did. How quickly do they last? Like quickly, he gets he gets into like teenhood. Like how long does yeah, it take that, him to? Well, on the last one, I was like, oh well, they when Master Oshi just kill him, he sees what he is. No, I think I think he gets. This so, is a, a literal one from the last one. <laughs> if we did, this, I was listening it on the way here. This okay, yes. all right. 
Okay. Still, I think it's interesting to see how... You really want to explore this one if, because yeah. I think it was you that proposed it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it'd be amazing to see evil Goku just slaughtering Piccolo and slaughtering Tien and all of them, just fucking vaporizing well, team up them. with Piccolo, because they're both bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he did. Oh, okay. Well, still, I think it's interesting. I, I guess the what if is mainly thing I want to know is how long does it take him to actually destroy the world? Does it take him until he's three, four, five? And how would that have looked? Five year old Does he have ambition or is he just fucking like doing outrage? And well, that was all the, that was their the shit. That was their. Well, he couldn't destroy the world in the Saiyan arc, though. I don't think he didn't have the power yet. Not be pre pre King Kai. Yeah, they launch beams into the he fucking. He didn't even have raging blast. No. okay, you can blast that full down. No, with, with he also pilots. he also. I think I want to say he didn't get as strong because of this happening. Um, taking well, away some of his basic. Being in the world. Yeah, I, I actually no, but I don't know. I just I, I wonder at what age he would have destroyed the world. Um, uh, alternate one. What if Luffy never ate the devil fruit? I have that one too. Yeah, instead relied on his physical abilities. Well, no, I was like, what was he gonna? Is he still gonna be a pirate, or is he just gonna be oh, like yeah. a bartender? He would have <laughs> been. He would have been a pirate still. And you know what? Could he still be king of the pirates without a devil fruit? No. Maybe no, maybe Gold he's D not smart enough to like make prop propositions like, oh, hey, well, we, you don't, we, need, we need strong people. You, you come on our team. The strong people aren't going to respect him. You don't know about hockey yet, but um, Gold D. Roger did not have a devil fruit power. Um, that's I mean, it's not a huge spoiler. It happened in the past, but it is technically a spoiler. But Gold D. Roger did not have a devil fruit power. He, hockey is essentially like. It's your aura, and you know it's it's basically their version of like just your your internal power. And I feel like he always had enough of that. I think he's still a fucking captain. Now, I would love to see what what his fighting style is like if he didn't have that. You know, how would he just be as a scrapper? You know, like Sanji doesn't have a devil fruit power. Zoro doesn't have a devil fruit power. Like neither of them do, and they're obscenely fucking strong. Like the levels they're reaching now at, at this point past Wano arc, it's fucking crazy like they would have shit on a lot of versions of pre you know pre-time jump luffy so i don't know I, I i think he still goes pretty fucking far the zoro one i don't i don't buy into because he's a master swordsman but uh yeah i guess a sanji one holds water but i mean my thinking was this guy's a grade a dipshit i mean <laughs> if he didn't have his fighting ability it's done after episode one. He's not getting off that fucking fat lady ship. No, but he's pure. Cur <laughs> no, but that's the thing. He grow. He grows up knowing he has to scrap. That's the thing. He would have grown up in a different way. He wouldn't have relied like he trained his his devil fruit powers. That's what he's been doing since he was a fucking kid because he got him so early. May so he's been refining that. So maybe we get to a future episode where like he ends up having to eat a devil fruit and then he gets his abilities and shit later on. Yeah. I don't know. I think he still, I think he still does. Um, I think he's just a bartender. If you know honest. anything about, if you know anything about his brother, um, you definitely know that it was, it definitely could be in the cards um, for him to have become all powerful without a fucking devil fruit. So I think even if Luffy does not eat a devil fruit, he still becomes uh, captain of the Straw Hat Pirates. I think they still follow him, and I think he still ends up being ridiculously strong. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't see it that way, but whatever. You know about hockey, boy. Damn it. <laughs> All right, what do you got? All right, the last one, I'm, I'm going to use the one that I sent to you. Um, What if Vegeta defeated Goku in the Saiyan arc? 
What happens after that? Uh, Piccolo. Who? Yeah. So let's yeah let's actually play this out. So I believe Piccolo had died at this point, right? Because he took the yeah he that took- was the point of Namek. Was they wanted to revive everyone, so they had to go get the Dragon Balls from Namek. Okay, thank you, thank you. Okay, thank you. Is that is that that's why they went yeah. to Namek? Okay, man, it's it's hard to remember Dragon Ball Z like actual plot lines, like why things are happening. Um, so if that were the case, I think he immediately through the dome maybe kills uh kills Krillin because. He got a lot of help. Goku got a legit a lot of help. Like, he did not win that fight clean. He definitely got some help. I think, who was it? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the ref didn't see Yajiroji. The tight. Yeah, exactly. Yajiroji. Um, I'm saying his name wrong, but cut off. Yajirobi? Yeah, cut off Vegeta's tail when he was in great ape form. So d- that doesn't happen, all right? He just fucking smashes Goku. Goku's- yeah, Jerome, he had a moment. I he did. He had a fucking big moment. So he just smashes Goku. Goku's just fucking dead. I think he takes his time, and we get some brutal Krillin deaths. We get a fucking brutal Yajirobe death. We get... I think he kidnaps Gohan. He doesn't kill... He's just- Yeah, that was my point, is I think Gohan... It's it, it's kind of like a Vinland Saga. You know, he sees Ooh. this guy kill his father. And, you know, after like 10 years or so, you know, he's getting his vengeance. You know, this whole time he's playing like he's Vegeta's second fiddle. Uh, and then, uh, no, but. No, it's not he, Thorfinn. He, he keeps the hate for fucking Vegeta. He but d- Vegeta had that for Frieza. Because remember, he was basically mm. serving under Frieza, so it's a similar thing to that. So Vegeta becomes the Frieza that go. But in this world, we don't get Frieza. Why would we not get Frieza? Well, because we got Frieza because Frieza was on Namek. No, Frieza was Frieza's always been this dude. Frieza destroyed all the Saiyans, and he's always been like Vegeta's always had to be his hound. Like he, he even when he's down on Earth, like yeah, he was doing his own thing, but he is even at that point, he is Frieza's bitch, basically. So that would be interesting because maybe he sees it as an opportunity to try and take down Frieza and tries to weaponize Gohan. I think if Vegeta wins that fight. The Saiyan race is reborn because I think he's laying absolute pipe on all these earthlings <laughs> because he's the ruler of the earth. And I mean, they're going to be half Saiyans, but they're still fucking Saiyans. Ah, and, you he's know, a- he, he's reviving the say, you know, and then he, you know, Gohan has a few, a few of his own. And then, you know, Vegeta's kids have their own. Yeah, he revives the Saiyan race. So maybe, he, maybe he should have won. <laughs> they haven't done enough really to for the Saiyan bloodline. If you really think about it, they have and just, it's not that hard because the fucking offspring they have turn out to be fucking just trash. You need <laughs> they true. took teenage trunks and made them into like this lameo trunks. You needed more half. I love Saiyans. kid trunks though. You needed more half Saiyans is really what what it comes down to. You needed for so Goku has two kids. Uh, two sons, Goten and Gohan. He probably needed to make sure Chi Chi sprouted a dozen of them. All right, and then Bulma and Vegeta needed to sprout a dozen. At least a couple of them are gonna link up. I feel like the pregnancy's got to be pretty rough, though, right? <laughs> no, I don't know. She seemed fine. Um, I guess we didn't see it. Well, you do in Super. Uh, but I don't know. And and a couple of them link up because so if they're half and they're half, or they stay half, right? Or are they a quarter now? How does that work? If the kids, if two half bloods have a kid, two okay. So the I think the half I think the most you can get is like a seventy five percent one, and that would be if Gohan um, hooked up with like Vegeta's daughter. 
and it would be more than it. You get three fourths of a Saiyan. How would that work? Because oh no, it wouldn't. It would be a half Saiyan. Yeah, you can't get more than a half. Yeah, it would just be a half Saiyan. Yeah, and half Saiyans are are fucking incredibly strong. So yeah, they did a fucking disservice. You you know what, Goku? Message to you. Instead of running off and trying to train Oob to be Earth's protector, how about fucking Chi-Chi a little bit more, have more powerful Saiyan babies that can then have more Saiyan babies, and guess what? Earth doesn't need protecting from fucking Oob, the reincarnation of fucking Majin Buu, because they got plenty of Saiyans to protect the fucking world. And also, you're not expected to father them. We don't even have that expectation <laughs> yeah. for you, so you know. Yeah, just have sex, bud. You'll be <laughs> fine. Go, go, cheat on Chi Chi. Yeah, you're, right? you're already not the best husband. That's true. Just you owe it. You owe it to Earth. You're to not protect losing Earth. reputation. Yeah, we'll put it that way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, I yeah, I didn't have any more on the what if front, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Some interesting, always fun to visit some what ifs and see how things might take a turn. You know, is is Light Yagami still a psychopath, stockbroker, or something with with some bodies in the closet? Does Luffy still become great? And uh, does Goku or is Earth better off if uh, if Goku dies? But yeah, let's jump into now our uh, anime moments of the week or moment of the week each. I'll go first. Mine actually came from that episode that I just watched of My Hero, uh, Woman, I believe it's called Woman's Declaration or Dedication. And I got to say, that made a fucking difference, man. It really did make a difference in the last few episodes. Like, I'd been okay on the on the Deku vigilante deal. Like, I was like, okay, I see, kind of see what's going on here. But to see Uraka, like, the way she shed, like, and also classic anime thing, you know, just like everybody random fucking listening. Yes, yeah, and everybody. Never happened in my life. Every, <laughs> I'm waiting to see the random speech. Um, and, you know, the speech, though, is, is actually moving people. And because it really shed light, like, I think it was nice because it helped me. Like, I almost felt like an audience member in the standpoint that she's helping me see like oh shit you know he has kind of just been out there for these people and like a big part of being a hero is that that dynamic between the people and it's not that you need all the adoration and affection but it is a big part of like the the grind the you know the beating that you're taking a big part of mm -hmm. that that makes it feel better is recognizing that man i did these for these people and these people care for me and they're here to uplift me i can keep on fighting and that's what a lot of these heroes haven't had is when the public turned on them it's like man i'm sacrificing my life they're ungrateful they're ungrateful and like it would be hard to keep going, and yet that's who's left are the people that are like, no, I don't need anything, I, but it's still hard for them to do that, recognizing that the public's completely turned their back on them. And I don't know, just seeing it through that lens, the way she spoke about it, and, you know, Deku getting emotional, realizing, you know, that all that was happening, I don't know, it was just a really good moment, and I thought it was an anime speech done really fucking well. Mm-hmm. No, uh, <laughs> I was I did no thoughts. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I really like the episode. I'm I'm excited for the season finale, just to see where it goes because the last thing we got we got to see was Stain. But yep. yeah, um, I definitely saw that. I I completely forgot because uh, my work weeks are weird now, so I'm like, fuck, I don't watch any anime. I'm like, oh wait, yeah, I did. I spent like a whole day watching anime. And you just forgot. Yeah, that. I forgot that I watched it. Um, is it that it, time? It, it was it was like last week. When I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't watch any anime, but I'd actually watched a few episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, ah. <laughs> which it's weird 
with the whole British thing? Have you seen an episode? No. Oh yeah, they're like British. Or, oh or something. yeah. But I mean, it, it it's interesting. I'm I'm kind of excited for it. Okay. Um, so my anime moment of the week is I was watching One Piece, and you know they're still in the Sky Island arc. It actually took off from the last time I watched One Piece because I didn't watch it since. <laughs> okay. But no, it's just like another funny moment, which just kind of sums up just the, what the show is. Is so Nami's trying to talk her way out of a situation because she ran the police captain over with the jet ski, claiming inexperience. Even though, as I mentioned the last time about One Piece, she was doing really good on it, and uh, but she'd actually intentionally did it because he was wanting to find them seven million. Okay, so we we know Nami loves money, and then Luffy just in Lu- typical Luffy fashions like. That's weird because you seem to be driving it just fine earlier. <laughs> you gotta love that. Guy. Yeah, no, it's just fucking hilarious. Like, dude, yeah, this dipshit's a bartender. He's, I, he's not. He's not king of the pirates. There's a there's a, a later episode where like they have this alliance that's being formed with this other group, and they have this big plan, and like the guy plans it out and everything, and then they literally have to account in the, they account in their plan for what Luffy and <laughs> Luffy going rogue. They're like, okay, there we go. It worked. Cause he was just going to go ahead and like, they're like, we're not involving him in the plan. It was fucking hilarious. Um, what about, um, TT Grasso? That time I got reincarnated as a slime. I need, I need to binge it. Cause I'm like five weeks behind. Oh, okay. I but know. No, yeah. it, it's a fun show from what I've seen. It's, it's not bad. I like it. Is it, it a comedy? It, more so, com- yeah. It's it's pretty funny actually, yeah. So it's a it's a comedy, but I think it actually does get kind of actiony later on from like the images I've seen people post of it. Mm, okay. So I don't know. I th- I I actually really want to get into it and watch it. Wow, yeah. I would have never thought. I, I would have never. I would never have thought that TT Gross oh, would be yeah. the silly named anime that takes off. Oh, actually, you know what? That Before- time I got reincarnated as a slime. Before I go, I it had has a name, all right. <laughs> I, I had somebody send me a couple anime titles that I wanted to read because I was just like, man, this is uh, absurd. One of our favorite games, <clears throat> Bofuri. I don't that's, want to get <laughs> Bofuri colon. I don't want to get hurt, comma. So I'll max out my defense. Period two. Period two. Yeah, it looks like it's a part two, but yeah, Bofuri. I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. I've heard the word Bofuri, so I know that. Oh no, it's real. I'm not making it a segment. Yeah, he literally sent me this. I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me? What a ridiculous fucking title!" But yeah, there's our absurd anime title of the week. But anyway, that is gonna do it for this. Real quick, you know what's actually funny is boruto is boruto naruto's naruto's next generation yeah it's like why it's just boruto i yeah i don't know just fucking shorter better shorter the better when it comes to anime titles anyway that's gonna do it for this week's episode of anime matters until next time peace deuces